Hello, welcome to the Healthy Ego Podcast. I am your host, Michelle Fry. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome, my friends, wherever you are, whenever you are. It is a beautiful day here. It just so happens to be my birthday today. I have I have been reflecting the last few days on what I've experienced over the last year, over my lifetime, where I want to go, what I want to do, things that I want to experience. Anytime I actually, I do this about twice a year, I had over my birthday and then around the holidays, I have these huge reflective moments. And usually my birthday is the reflection of what I've accomplished, where am I at? What am I doing? Am I really living the fullest potential of who I am? And then around the holiday season, it's very much that rebirth, the new thing, the, I get this real strong hit of anticipation and desire to try something new. What are we doing this year? Like that whole new things are coming and, and joy of potential. So I'm curious about, first of all, I'm curious if you experience something similar and if your birthday may not be it, mine just so happens to be halfway through the year. Today is July the 5th was the day I'm recording this. And it is one of those pivotal moments in my life. And there's a huge holiday in here in the United States, Independence Day on the 4th of July. I find that independence piece personally, like my, for, for me, birthdays are, are about celebrating your life and your life experiences and who's in your life, all of these, like the, the deep meanings of it. So when I asked about, you know, like, the reflection and do you do this about do you are you living your best version of yourself are you truly living in the potential that is you i'm going to be honest my friends i am a work in progress with this i have so many experiences where i question my purpose where i question am i doing the right thing am i capable all of these things come up for me all year long, all the time. And all I can say is that I ask the question and then I keep going. I ask the question and I keep going and over and over and over. I am not living my highest potential yet. Every new day, every new month, every new year is an opportunity. And words, again, words are hard. It's an opportunity for me to expand what that is, what that means, how I see myself. Here's the deal. You're only going to stretch yourself as far as you can see yourself going, as far as the potential you can envision for yourself. If you have stipulations on what that potential is, that is as far as you're going to go. I don't want you to look around you because we get this all the time and see, well, I'm in the same house. I drive the same car. I'm doing the same job. Obviously, I'm not meeting my potential. That is not where your potential lies, my friends. 
your potentials lie in one, asking questions. What do I want? Who am I being? Why do I want this? How do I want to live with this? Why do I like this? Why do I go to this church? Why am I married to this person? Why am I friends with this person? Why am I working in this job? These are all questions you get to ask yourself. Sometimes the answer is as simple as I want to. Sometimes the answers are a little bit deeper because I don't know any different. This is all I thought I could do. Sometimes it's even more basic as I have to have groceries. My children need to eat. This is what I'm doing to make that happen. If we get to truly expand on our life by experiences, how do you want to experience it? And this came to me in all honesty. Last night I was having a conversation with um, my 17-year-old son's girlfriend, who is also 17. She has had more experiences in her life. None of them so great. A lot of them fantastic, but more not so great in her short lifespan. When I was asking her, you know, about, do you like school? These questions her main focus is completely on survival. I need to make enough money to support myself. I need to go to at least a like um um to your college or whatever, right? Like I the a four year degree and and ma- a major in something like that isn't even on her radar because she is so focused on bare necessities of survival. When I asked her, well, what would you like to experience? Because she's already creating that. Like I've never seen a child work as much as this child works. And I've never seen a mature 17 year old like she is in the sense of she knows she is solely 100% capable of taking care of herself. Hands down, without a doubt, no questions asked. If she were dropped off on a deserted island tomorrow, she's going to survive. Not even a thought process about, oh my God, what would I do? It's just, oh yeah, I mean, I'll figure it out. She's going to survive. Unfortunately, or, or fortunately, it's actually more appropriate. My kids have never had to experience that. My children are 100% well, they're they have each other, let alone mom and dad. And she opened my eyes last night, like as we were having this conversation, and I asked her about the experiences and her expression on her face told me everything. She's not looking at her future in possibilities. She's looking at her future with blinders and focus solely on existence and survival And for me to ask, what do you want to experience? What do you want to feel in the experience blew her mind? She's never had, first of all, an adult ask this kind of question. And second of all, she never realized that she could create her potential for herself by what kind of experience she wants to have. And for me, it was very eye-opening because even though I am a little bit older, cough, cough, (laughs) I still don't see that either. 
I needed to hear myself say that out loud. My friends, this is something that it fascinates me and it, excuse me, I apologize. And it really makes me excited on one hand, as far as potential goes. Excuse me again, I'm taking a, a drink of water. It's the allergies here is insane. But how we co-create, and I'm I'm that word, that phrase it was brought up in a book I'm I'm listening to, and I'll tell it to you before we get off the call here today. But how we co-create is truly the 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 gist of our life. We are co-creating what we have. We think it's all us. It's not. We think then others think um, it's fate. We have no control. It's not. We are co-creating by the amount of our brain capacity, what we are allowing ourselves to receive, to see, to feel, to have, and what we're allowing ourselves to truly experience is within our grasp and our co-creation. If we shut ourselves off and we block things and we don't take a risk, we're never doing anything. We're going to keep repeating this loop cycle. If we keep floundering and going from this to that to the other thing, we are also co-creating chaos. So how do we get the happy balance? I would love to tell you, you start with A and then you do B and then C and then yay, you're done. I don't have that. If I had that answer, and if anybody tells you they do, they're full of crap. How we do that is we get up every day. We make a conscious decision about what we are going to do, why we're going to do it. And we're open to analyzing and and asking ourselves, why do we want this? Do we really want this? Is this something we've done because we've learned it? And the book that I'm reading It is called Radical Rebirth by Randy Gage. (laughs) And I'm actually doing the audio, the audible book, because he's, he's like riffs off of it. It's fantastic. Um, When he said that we learn our relationships, we learn our career choice. We learn all of this by the steak knife, which means that you're sitting at the table with your family and they're the ones who are like giving you your concepts of what your reality is and what your reality is going to look like for the rest of your life before we're old enough to even make our own choices at all blew my mind. And as I look at myself and look at the life that I have created, and I look at the life that I am creating and teaching my children to create, I can see this happening. It is insane how I can see this. It's so just obvious. And then it comes to me, how do we fix it? How do we change it? How do we, you know, he he calls it, I believe in the, um, in the subheading or whatever, it's kill off the old you and create a new life. Like, how do we retire who we were or just say, thank you. And I'm not that person anymore. It's like divorce the old us to create the new us. Take what we like, leave the rest, right? 
it's not an easy state. It's, it's not as simple as a one, two, three. It's not as, and it can be, please don't get me wrong. If you are really good at it, hands, <laughs> hands down to you, sister, I will put my arms in there and sing hallelujah and do the happy dance for you. But this for me has been a huge work in process. I'm still working. I'm still a work in process. I am still asking and analyzing. And every single day I get up and it's like, what do I want to do? And I'm going to be honest, there are many days it's like, yeah, I want to read a book. I don't want to do anything. There are other days it's like, I really have to do laundry and I don't want to do the laundry, but I'm going to do the laundry anyway. That's you. That's actually, that's factual, but also true for my business. It is not always joy and excitement and fun and feel good. And I had my previous podcast, I talked about sitting in the sock and allowing the sock. It's also sitting in the joy and allowing the joy. Potential is joyous. If you can truly think it, it can happen for you. It's like, (laughs) I was thinking about this this morning, like the lottery. If I could win the lottery and win, I believe, Illinois lottery right now, I don't really know. I think it's over 500 million something. I don't, I'm not 100% sure. Anyway, it's, it's a lot. My brain can't even function that high. If I could win, what would I feel as soon as I found out those numbers were winning numbers? Oh my gosh. I'm trying to like embody what would that feel like? What would it feel like to have to, I don't even know, true, I don't know how this really works, but if I had to go, let's say, because Springfield, Illinois or Chicago or wherever that they're like, okay, that kind of money, you have to come to me. We're not mailing that. Or does it get auto deposited into your account? Like my brain is already like, okay, how would that feel? How does that feel if I'm like, okay, I got to figure this out. How does it feel if it's now this is deposited into my account? How does it feel? just the potential of that to happen. Let me tell you, y'all, my heart rate starts going up and I'm like, oh, then I didn't even think about what am I going to spend the money on? Part of me, this is going to flip your brains. Part of me was like, oh my gosh, it's too complicated. That came up in my head and I recognized it. I don't know where I would go to get the money. How, where would it happen? It's since I don't have the details and I have not experienced it before, and I don't know the exact layout, like it's, it seems complicated and I just don't even want to have to do that. I haven't even gone and bought a freaking lottery ticket yet. Like, are you kidding me? I never, I rarely, if ever buy a lottery ticket. So I already slammed on the brakes to that potential by A, not buying a lottery ticket and B, thinking it's too complicated. I am not going to know what to do or how to do it. And all that money just seems overwhelming. And I've already shut the door on it. The potential has become obsolete because my brain, my nervous system, whatever it is kicked in. It was like, yep, this is too much. It's complicated. I am not capable. Holy moly, y'all. What an eye opener. What an eye opener. I don't know if you can relate to this, but I want you to start really paying attention to how you view potential. Do you even think in potential? When you think about when you, I want you to think about the job you're in, the life 
um, your living, the house you've purchased or the apartment you've rented or the car you drive or the relationships that you have, the friends, the where do you go to dinner? What restaurants do you eat? What's your fast food choice? Do you eat fast food? What is in your fridge? Why? Why are these the items that you picked? This is something you're going to be like, once you become aware of it, it's the matrix. You cannot unsee this. You cannot become unaware of it. We were talking at breakfast. We, my husband and my daughter and my son-in-law and I, all four of us, we, every Sunday we have coffee and cards every Sunday that is possible anyway, which is 90% of the time. And we were talking about bacon, how my son-in-law likes his bacon. We've three of us, my daughter, my husband, and I find it disgusting because he doesn't like crispy bacon. We're all like, I don't understand. Like if it's not crispy, it's not bacon. Like, ugh. And it hit me in that moment too. Like my daughter doesn't know that crispy bacon is not the way to eat bacon because that's how she's been taught to eat bacon. <laughs> right? When you think about like your family foods you have at a holiday or what your go-to meals are, like we have a very specific menu that is our just our default menu because that's what we, my husband and I both grew up, right? We raised our children. We're in the Midwest, farm families. These are the meat and potatoes is what you had. Meat and potatoes is what we, you know, base our food menus around. We've expanded in our old, old age to pastas and chicken. <laughs> but basic, it is all down to the basic we're getting together. There's what, what is the meat? What is the vegetable? And what time? And usually it's always the same time. The same. It is crazy how this works. And that, because that's what we were taught. That's what we've done our whole life. Then it's just a repetitive thing. So I really want you to pay attention to that. I want you to think about what you have in your fridge and why. And if it is something that your family doesn't eat, where did you learn that from? Where did you get introduced to that? That helped you open yourself up to the potential to bring that into your life. What car do you drive? Why? Why that car? What opened you up to the potential? Like, what is the vehicles that your parents had your whole life? My husband is a Chevrolet man. My dad was a Chevrolet man. His dad was a Chevrolet man. And my son is losing his freaking mind because he's looking for a fixer upper car. And he would like to have, you know, like a little Nissan or something. And my husband is like, I don't know. Like, I can't do this car. He doesn't know it. He's not been introduced to it. He doesn't know how I would fix that car because I never experienced it before. So he keeps falling back into what he knows. It blows my mind, y'all. Blows my mind. That is the crux of my stuff today. (laughs) So as I go about my day, I get to spend time with my daughter and celebrate my birthday by just being in the, the beautiful state that I'm in. and looking at the potential of not only myself, but for my children and and my nieces and nephews that are here visiting. And I am having so much fun, even when I feel miserable (laughs) about what is that feeling? What is happening? Why, why haven't I paid attention? 
what have I missed? I try not to fall down that rabbit hole, especially because it's not useful. It's being open to not missing again, because it comes back around. Like if you missed it the first 50,000 times and you're meant to experience it, it's coming back at you. So prepare yourself. I want to thank all of you who are taking out your time and listening. And I hope, I hope, hope at the bottom of the deepest parts of my heart that this will help you just be open to receiving and expanding your own personal potential and just play with it and have fun. Nobody says you have to do anything. Just again, like that lottery thing, just play with it and see what comes up. Because I promise you, if you're open to watching what plays out, you're going to find where the barriers lie. It's extraordinary. It blows my mind every time. And then if you're really lucky and you have someone who can see it happening with you and point it out to you, that's even funner. As long as it's coming from a place of love and not a place of judgment, it is like so much fun to have that happen. I am lucky. I have several people in my life who do that for me and they each know because I tell them I could not be here without them. I will not move into any potential or transform anything without them because they have forever touched my life. So if you're listening, thank you. Each and every one of you, even just by listening and giving your energy to this podcast, when you win the time, whatever day, whatever year, whatever hour that is, you are also touching my life. And for that, I thank you. So until next time, be kind to yourself and have fun, my friends.